Hello and welcome to episode 236 of the Mark and Me podcast. As always, I'm your host Mark. Now joining me on today's episode are the two film directors, Christina Buizait and Bruno Sampa. They're responsible for the brand new sci-fi film Vespa, which is getting some incredible feedback and reviews right now. And as I'm sitting here, is 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's an amazing film. I absolutely loved it. And it's one of my favourite science fiction films that I've seen this year. I'm not going to go into detail and tell you what it's all about. But the reviews are unbelievable and you need to believe them. For the budget that this film is made on, you'll be absolutely blown away. The performances are amazing. And I truly believe that these two directors are ones to watch. And that's what happens on Mark and Me. I might get the big names, the big huge directors, the film stars, but also I like to give you people that are going to be the next big thing. And my money is truly on Christina and Bruno. They're amazing at what they do. And honestly, the future is going to be huge. And that interview will be coming up in just a couple of moments time. But I always like to use the intro to talk about my last episode. I was joined by the frontman from the band Asylums, Luke Branch. This was a great interview. It got quite deep. It got quite heavy. And I really appreciated Luke's honesty and how much he trusted in me on this podcast. Again, the response was great. I've seen people go and check this band out now from this episode. And that for me is the biggest pat on the back that I can get. But today it's all about the film Vespa. If you haven't seen it, go and rent it now. You can do it on stuff like Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Google Play, all the ways that you get these films. But you will not regret it. So here's my interview right now with Christina and Bruno talking all things Vespa. So Bruno and Christina, thank you so much for joining me today on the Mark and Me podcast. Thank you to invite us. What I like to do is get an idea of what made you fall in love with films. So maybe Christina, can you tell me when you were growing up, what was the first films you saw that made you fall in love with cinema? Oh, it was probably animation, Re- Russian animation. <laughs> I think uh, every children uh, fall in love with the first animation movies uh, that after uh, they hunt uh, through dreams and <laughs> inspire for games and everything. So yes, uh, now it was, uh, uh, I, I, I could Im- I remember like uh, this was my first uh, meeting and first inspiration. And uh, later, of course, it was um, not as a child, but already as a student, uh, I, I, I somehow got more and more uh, drawn to the movies and more and more inspired. Amazing. And what about Bruno? Um, was it like that for you or did you want sort of horror or sci-fi? What are the sort of films you really loved as a kid? I, I could say the, really move, the first movie will really mark me as a kid. It's my parents bring me to Seattle to see Orca. Orca, I don't know if... Uh, the, the, was it like a killer whale? Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. Exactly. And, uh, I think this, um, this movie doesn't have the love it deserves, you know. At the time, it was took like a ripoff of Jaws, with not, absolutely not. He has his, really his own personality. and uh, It's very, very beautiful, sad, melancholic movie, very deep. Um, about about revenge, about our relationship to the nature, um, um, about all this thematic, and, uh, and I, I saw this movie. My parents bring me. I was like five, uh, five or six. So it really it marked me because it's really shocking. There was a scene when there was the the, the mother 
the mother whale uh, then lost lost a baby the fetus uh, fall uh, fall on the bridge of the of the boat like that was very very gory in, in some way and um, there is a scene also with a killer whale eat the, the legs of one of the of the fisher and um, as a revenge so yeah it, it, it was very hard and very violent but in the same time yes yeah, very very sad and you get empathy for um, it was very strong because you get empathy for each character it's it's really not simplistic you don't have the the, the bad and the good and uh, and each have, have the reason and create empathy empathy for for an orca for a killer whale yeah it, it was very strong and, uh, and Christina, was it that you wanted to be involved in the film industry at a young age, or was it later on? Was it? I know you did stuff like ABCs of Death, um, Banishing Waves, and short films and writing. But when was it that you knew you wanted to actually get involved with maybe writing or directing or uh, being involved in the movie industry? Um, it's a bit strange story because um, when I was growing uh, and when I was teen, I was very interested in theater and I was doing theater myself and uh, uh, also little directing things and writing little uh, stories, poetry. So uh, I, I was like um, creatively involved in, 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 in different things, but uh, I, I, I never saw myself in movies, uh, in, in, in movie industry. I was always imagining uh, I will direct theater pieces. And I came to movies uh, by accident. <laughs> and um, because at that year, there was um, no, like, um, nobody collected in Lithuania Theater Academy, no nobody collected... Uh, new course uh, and um, that's why i went to film and tv course and uh, then i just fell in love and um, the more i was studying the more i started to to do things uh, to play with the camera and uh, actors and uh, directing and stars it was such new world for me that totally put me inside and uh, didn't let <laughs> Until this day, I mean, I'm I, I'm still uh, in love uh, with this with this industry. And was it similar for you, Bruno? Or was it a bit of a different route for you? Um, I I mean, I, I since I'm a kid, I'm I'm really a movie lover. I mean, uh, I was going. I, I have a friend, we have uh, this uh, VHS magnetoscope, we didn't have one at, at home, so I was going at his home to watch movies and it was the same videotape I was watching again and again and again. After when um, when I was 10, I was going to Seattle by myself and going to see a lot of movies and finally we got a VHS reader at home, so I was renting a lot of VHS and really a lot of movies, was watching like two movies by day so easily and uh, so I was always a movie buff and uh, and, um, and and but I, I couldn't I never imagine uh, I made a study uh, art, art study and art school and I couldn't imagine myself and I could do movies in fact for me it was something really inaccessible and uh, um, because it, it it has so much things and to work with a team and with a big team and uh, and it Yes, all to enter in, in this industry was really out of my sight. And it's it's meeting Christina. Christina, she, she 
she have this um, how to say this energy this will <laughs> this uh, this ambition and uh, and yeah when i met with christina in fact we start to work together and little by little i i start to imagine that yes it was possible so christina made it possible and when was it i know you two have worked on a few projects before stuff like abc's of death and stuff but when was it the two of you first met i mean uh, our first project that we started to collaborate it was in 2008 uh, on uh, my first feature the collectors yeah and, uh, at that time i had to make a movie for master degree and uh, then I was searching for the idea and uh, we started to discuss with Bruno and it came, um, it, 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 it came out the collectors and uh, somehow the concept, it seemed like um, too big for short. So I said, um, okay, let's do then a feature. <laughs> and like, uh, it was our first collaboration and, um, and it was quite successful collaboration. And just like to remember, because Bruno was mentioning about um, this uh, VHS uh, v movies on VHS and etc., and that how he was going to your to friend and to watch. And I also remember that when I was a child, my father was bringing me to VHS club, and uh, like uh, because he had a friend there. So he was going like uh, to meet him usually often, and uh, I was uh, there watching the latest um, uh, kung fu movies and horror movies, and uh, I mean uh, it, it. It was some kind of very important part in my life, but just I never like intellectualized that. Oh yeah, so it will be. To, it's it's to be a film director, but um, this. Uh, VHS period in childhood, uh, I, I think it struck uh, many, many people. And it's something very nice to remember this uh, quality from a bit, uh, this VHS quality. <laughs> and, you, and you both talked about working on a small project, but obviously Vespa is a bigger project. The budget was a lot bigger. You were both involved in the writing, the directing. It was a huge project on a bigger scale. So how did this idea come about? Was it an idea where you sat together and you've had something planned for a long time and knowing it's just come around? Or was it something that you've been kind of both looking at trying to make happen for quite a long time now? I mean, uh, me and Bruno, uh, we have a tendency to come up with very challenging ideas and projects. And uh, they always like seem a bit too so big that it's so hard to reach <laughs> but uh, we work we work uh, and sometimes we manage sometimes not so i mean uh, after after vanishing uh, we let ourselves dream and uh, to dream big uh, because we always try to do and we believe that it is important to do and to create what what you really believe in and uh, like uh, what it is really you and uh, when you create something to bring something to the world uh, that uh, i mean uh, that that after you can feel good a, a, about what you do so we were uh, creating other projects uh, but we lost ourselves in the development hell and uh, vesper it was uh, kind of a, a project that we said okay let's uh, let's start from uh, let's start newly Let's start from uh, our country, and no, I mean my country. Let's start from Lithuania, and uh, let's uh, to do a, let's do a project that um, 
that uh, at the same time inspires us and uh, let's hope others, but also that would be manageable uh, within uh, doing it. And Bruno, was it quite um, daunting because of the size and the scale, considering the work you had done previously? Because it is obviously a bigger budget, a bigger production, and it's a bigger cast. Was it quite, were you on set thinking, oh my God, like, this is huge? Or were you just absolutely loving it and kind of prepared and just so ambitious that you were ready to take this on? I mean, no, we wasn't very conscious about that. I think if we, we think once again that it's too big, uh, then you don't do it <laughs> at some point. So, I mean, we, we are, I mean, we dream big, we dream bigger <laughs> always and even than Vesper. I mean, so no, we're trying, um, you know, we try to be reasonable and to try to think as much as possible about the production value we could have and, uh, or we could um, optimize the means we have. And uh, so, no, we never thought that Vesper was too big. Uh, um, we think that Vesper is the beginning of bigger things. Amazing. Sure. And with Vesper, have you managed to really read many of the reviews, um, either by the critics or by the public? Because when I was doing my research, looking on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, a lot of people are absolutely loving the film. The response, I think, is amazing. And people are really, really, really excited about what you guys are going to do next. Um, <laughs> yeah, for the next... Uh, I, I mean, for Vesper, we, 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 we use on purpose a very simple story. This it was really a goal for us to make the the story as most clear and simple and to touch something very universal, like the, the fairy tale. You know, fairy tale are very simple because, in fact, um, uh, what they do they 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 transmit message, uh, not in preaching way but uh, in entertaining way also. And uh, and the message are very important and they are the heart of the story. And it, this is what we wanted. And uh, we wanted also the simplicity because we wanted to to separate to set up a world building and a, and a world universe, in fact, and um, and it's very it's very hard, in fact, to set up a universe in the same time with very complex story. To manage both, usually you uh, you you ask too much to to, to the audience and uh, and you lose them. So so yes, for us it was important to set up this universe and this thematic. And uh, and for us, it's really the beginning. I mean, not necessarily uh, in in terms of uh, sequel of Vesper, than what we love to do, but uh, but also to continue in this what we call the bio fantasy. This kind of aspect of science fiction integrate really the organicity, the organic. Um, think about these biotechnologies and uh, and the the next big things in terms of technology and evolution also of. Uh, of the civilization so it's really something we would like to to continue to explore and um, so we are working on that and christina when you were on set and you were filming and directing and being involved in this what was the biggest lesson that you learned was it something that you would do differently next time or something that you may have kind of not anticipated was there something that you really learned on set that you could give advice to others to do I mean, um, yeah, when, when, when you work within a group, with a group, so you always learn. And probably it is, um, 
for director, I think uh, it's like to find uh, this, um, how to say, a good path between uh, uh, like uh, following uh, your own way and also listening and opening to the others and letting others to co-create because the move is a co-creation process and uh, where each uh, team member and actors uh, are co-creating. Just the director is the cursor to which side uh, to, to co-create for, for everybody. So it is uh, like um, always like a, a very nuanced path or how, how, how you lead this way and uh, how everybody, how, like, yes, everybody in the team feels uh, creators as well. So I think uh, this is uh, like, uh, this is a lesson I am like learning and relearning in, with each project. It's like uh, cycles. And I hope that uh, with other movies, uh, yes, I, I, I will become uh, better and better in that. And, and are you both already writing your next project? Are you working together already, thinking this is what we're going to do next? You said a sequel would be great for Vespa, but I'm sure you want to do something different next. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, we, we are. Yeah, yeah, we, we are working. Uh, we're working actually on, uh, on the project. And um, as I was saying, uh, you're using the same uh, trope, uh, this, this bio-fantasy, but set, set in the present, not, not in the future but uh, set in the present and, um, and uh, with uh, multiple characters. Um, um, and uh, yes, it's, uh, I mean, Vesper was also for us um, a way to, 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 to experiment also about this, uh, the, the BFX and the CGI and the mix with practical. And, uh, um, and then yes, the next project will be more ambitious in this way. Amazing. And what I do on the podcast is everyone that comes on, they get to choose the final song that's played on the podcast. Now there is two of you, so I'd like a choice off either of you and then we'll surprise the listeners with going with one, but it can be any song by any band or any piece of music that you love. But at the end of today's interview, that piece of music is then played. So did you both want to tell me a song that you really adore that you would love to be on this episode? I am putting you on the spot. It's not easy. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, could we maybe listen to end credit song of Vesper? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, just a wave. It's just uh, gorgeous and uh, and haunting. And uh, we couldn't choose better song than this this song by Yorina. That's good. Just That's... A, just a wave by Yorina. Yeah. Amazing. Well, the fact that we don't have to fight over one song now and we've got one perfect one. Um, I wish you all the luck. Uh, I know you've got another interview coming up in a few minutes time, so I'll cut this a bit shorter, but I've seen Vesper. I love it. I think your vision and the way that you uh, have this future ahead of you now, I think I can see your names being around for many years and being very successful. So I really hope that everything goes well with the promotion and thank you for coming on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and, you very uh, much. So there it is. There's my interview with me, Christina and Bruno. Both absolutely amazing at what they do. And the future is going to be huge for these guys. I truly believe they're going to go on to massive things. And I can't wait to see the journey that they go on. And I really hope they get to come back on Mark and Me and share some stories and experience from the next few years that comes ahead. 
If you've enjoyed today's episode, and I say this on each and every episode of Mark and Me, please share it. It costs you absolutely nothing. I never charge for these episodes, and I keep them advert-free. And all I ask in return for that is just to hit that share button on maybe Facebook, retweet the episode if you're a fan of Twitter, or if you're on Instagram, why not just like it or post it as your story? It then gets to a whole new audience, and maybe just one of your followers that might have not heard of Mark and Me sees it, thinks, ah, I like that film Vespa. They then hit the play button, enjoy the episode, go back and listen to sort of 230 episodes, become a fan, and that is really marketing that money can't buy. This podcast is independent. I don't have loads of sponsorship, as you heard. It's completely advert-free, but I rely on people's support to do this. So please, share, share, share. And I do have a Patreon account, and I'm putting a lot of work into that. And as we're sitting here right now, I'm just about to publish an episode just for Patreons to say thank you for supporting me. And that's now going to be a thing every month, just for those guys. So if you want to be part of that, there's a link on markandme.com. And as soon as you sign up, it's as little as £1 a month. You'll receive an introduction pack, which will include a badge, some stickers, and thanks to Richer Sounds, an opportunity to win some headphones every month, or an amazing prize thanks to those guys. And I really will be investing a lot more time on Patreon. So please, if you can afford just £1 a month, please invest it in Mark and Me, because it goes right back into the podcast. The next few weeks are manic for Mark and me, and I made no secret about this. I'm absolutely stacked with interviews, and I can't wait because I think the next few interviews that are coming your way are my best work to date in over five years. So hold tight, I'll be back soon with those. And in the meantime, try and watch Vespa. Please look after yourself, please keep warm, and I'll speak to you all very soon. Just the way we said